The Winnipeg Jets have plenty of free agents, whether they're RFAs or EFAs coming up this offseason. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about which ones should stay and which ones should find greener pastures. We'll dive into all of this right now on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey friends and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. Now, like I said, tonight's episode, we're going to focus on all of the free agents that are coming up for this offseason and talk about what the Jets should do with them and where, you know, they might end up if they don't end up staying with the Jets. Let's start off right at the top with Pierre-Luc Dubois. This guy we all know is probably one of Winnipeg's most talked about trade bait players. We all know that Dubois doesn't really want to stick around with the Jets, and it's understandable. He didn't really ask to be here. He ended up here. His dad works for the team, but that's not really enough to actually make him want to stay. As much as it would be nice to get him signed to a multi-year deal, the reality is Dubois wants to play for either Montreal or some other franchise. I guess for the Jets, it's kind of lucky that he's a restricted free agent because Winnipeg will have more options, right? He is one of those players where you know, he's a very quality top six center and somebody that at his age would be very desirable for quite a few contenders. And it sounds like whether uh, this came from the, the Jets or, or his agent, he might be open to more options other than just going to Montreal, which for the Jets would be beneficial, right? It gives Winnipeg more doors to open and potentially more trade options for uh, better returns. And I guess Dubois could really go anywhere. I, I feel like Carolina could be an option. Montreal, certainly not a, a door that's closed. Maybe even LA. You know, the Kings might be looking for an upgrade at center or something. You know, there's so many choices to where uh, a player of his caliber and his particular style could end up that for Winnipeg, it's really a no-brainer. Uh, now, there are people who will say that the Jets should try and retain Dubois. And as much as that would be fun, Dubois doesn't really fit this team's time. So why bother signing him to like a one-year deal and kicking this down the road again? At this point, it is best to just trade Dubois for what you can, figure out the rest later. Um, a good opportunity to maybe bring in another young roster player, maybe somebody who has yet to really hit their stride, but on top of a package of futures, maybe you find a gem in the rough that could potentially give the Jets somebody valuable down the road. Obviously, Dubois will be traded at some point this offseason. I think that much is a formality. The big question remains, how much will you get for him? And that is a harder question to answer. But 
plenty of trade partners out there, and I think Dubois will end up with a team that might be more of a contender than Montreal is. Now, the next free agent that uh, is maybe worth highlighting is Vladislav Nemesnikov. Um, Nemesnikov, not really a player that I think a lot of people are are thinking about, you know, a return with. Not because Nemesnikov was bad, but because, you know, in overall broad, that was a solid middle sixer and somebody who had some natural chemistry with Nikolai Ehlers. I think for me, if the price is right, I wouldn't mind if he came back. Uh, Vlad, I think, is versatile. They lose roster spots, and it might not be all that expensive. I guess the question with Vlad is, does he want to come back? You know, if he's not really interested in resigning with Winnipeg, he might ask for, I don't know, two, three million not that that's necessarily super expensive, but I think for what you're expecting from his level of production, I don't know that you need to uh, commit cash there. Maybe for like, I don't know, a short-term deal, if you were to do maybe a one-year, $2.5 million uh, contract of some sort, just because it gives you a little bit of uh, a cap hit to work with, and then at the trade deadline, you can flip him, right? He's not the kind of player who really you want to ask to stick around for a team that's probably not making the playoffs. I think with Nemesnikov, he's a nice stopgap solution for eating a roster spot, putting into of a uh, major impact. You know, if you could sign him for a year, he comes back and then maybe you get like a third or a fourth round pick out of all of it, which wouldn't be terrible. You'd basically recoup what you had into him and uh, he probably will have some decent production. I guess the you know alternative scenario is he ends up playing well enough to where the Jets just keep him for the season. Maybe Winnipeg makes the playoffs. He ends up being a really solid uh, top nine center of some sort. Who knows where he ends up while that second line with they actually end up having enough chemistry to where Nemestikov has a really successful season. Either way, I really don't know that there's a lot of risk with it. I guess the only thing that I would prefer not to have happen is that signing Nemesnikov blocks a spot for a younger player that's already in the system, right? You don't want to create artificial barriers towards players like Gustafson or um, Harkins or Lambert, yet you know, etc., uh, really finding a, a spot with the Jets. You want to you want to leave doors open, and I think that has always been a challenge for the Jets. They don't always. Uh, have that pipeline really available. Maybe this time they will. Um, but if you can have Nemesnikov back without hurting that pipeline, I don't think that that is the worst, provided the cap hit is at the right price. Now, that's not the only free agent. Of course, they have plenty more to go through, and we'll continue on with our talks about who should come back and who should leave in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part's got to fit just right the first time. Next time you need parts and accessories, look no further than eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need is right at the right price and you get it uh, the perfect fit the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know the part will fit or you get your money back. 
Just like in sports, confidence really is the name of the game. And when you shop on eBay Motors, you get 122 plus million parts to choose from. And you'll always be uh, sure that it's the right part for your vehicle every single time. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices with ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us again on tonight's episode. We are uh, going through players the Jets should uh, potentially bring back or let go. Obviously, free agents ranging from uh, unrestricted free agents to RFAs, our favorite when it comes to uh, bridging short-term cheap deals. We talked about Dubois and Nemesnikov, both players that uh, most likely won't be coming back for, for various reasons, but one free agent who would would be coming back and I think is really worth um, maybe extending for multiple seasons if you can get him at a reasonable deal is Morgan Barron. Now, I think Barron for me is one of those players who probably would be signing like I don't know a two-year deal or something just because Morgan doesn't really have a lot to uh, personally negotiate a really big deal with yet and I think he'd probably expect to have an increase in the role uh, sometime this season. Now Baron is a guy for me that's an easy recommend. I thought that he really took a step forward this past season and you could start to see shades of a legitimate player who might even be good enough to play in your top six. He's got great puck awareness. I think his spatial awareness is strong. He's got a great work ethic. You know, he drives up and down the ice uh, and he complements skill very well. The only thing that Baron really hasn't um, found, you know, consistency with yet is finishing. He's always in the right spots. He has a pretty great shot. It's just the puck really didn't go in for him this year. Uh, He was, I, I think, very solid, but I do think you know, that that lack of scoring is basically the one thing that has held him back a little bit. But everything else, I think he does phenomenally well, especially for a player usually asked to be uh, a middle six rotational option, somebody who kind of goes up and down the lines in the bottom six as need be. I think that sort of player is uh, certainly a guy that you can get at a reasonable cap hit. And with Baron, I mean, it's just an easy recommend. I don't really see why you'd want to trade him when he has really blossomed into a guy that I think long-term can be uh, a great member of Winnipeg's future core. And he's the kind of player, you know, in the past that the Jets have tried to sign, but they don't always actually land with those deals. With Barron, you've already got somebody now in-house who uh, came over in one of those cop deals, and he's been just a gem of a find. And I think somebody who, you know, long-term could be a great Winnipeg Jet. Now, uh, the next guy, I think, is a player that I've already talked about before. You know my personal opinion on him, Dylan Sandberg. Lock him up for however many years he can. He is a monster and very clearly one of this team's top defenders. Dylan, for me, uh, has been a revelation this past season. I always thought that he could one day become a second-pairing defender, but you know, after that initial thought, there was a bit of concern as, you know, the the Moose performance wasn't always there. And then the first runs with him with the Jets were a little bit uneven, right? Not really surprising, though. He, he didn't really have uh, a lot of consistency to work with, was kind of bounced up and down the lineup, and really didn't get into games consistently until, I would say, the back half of this past season. So Sandberg's body of work is relatively limited. 
But I think we know with his potential and what he's shown uh, as a younger prospect, the kid is naturally gifted. And with the second half of the season, he very clearly showed that he is one of Winnipeg's top two-way defenders, kind of um, outperforming Dylan DeMello defensively in a number of areas. I think Sandberg is a great one. He can keep up, you know, in terms of skating and transition. Uh, He tends to handle pressure pretty well. He will have moments where he maybe turns over the puck uh, in a little bit of a disadvantageous position. One of those uh, ended up in the back of the net, and he really took it hard in the postseason. But, I mean, it just is what it is. You have to sort of collect yourself, dust yourself off, and move on. That stuff is unavoidable. It happens to everyone, and it really shouldn't uh, be the sort of thing that people look at when it comes to a player who has such a bright young career already ahead of him and Hopefully that that career remains with the Jets. Now, one of his compa- or colleagues uh, in terms of uh, defense is Logan Stanley, another guy up for an extension. And for me, it's time to part ways with Logan. Unlike Dylan, you know, Stanley, I think, has sort of worn out his welcome and he wants to leave. Apparently he requested a trade, which uh, for me is rather interesting because, you know, I, I look at uh, I look at his body of work for the Jets and. Stanley hasn't really lived up to any sort of, I would say, higher level expectations. He's been a guy who wouldn't be the worst as a seventh defender, but anything more than that, no. He's had a couple of decent runs here and there, whereas like a number of five or a number six, you didn't hate it, right? He had a couple of solid games, but for the most part, Stanley's issues with mobility, uh, decision-making under pressure, some really bad passes and nasty turnovers where his size actually was a real hindrance in him tracking back. That stuff is, is not something that you can really overlook. I think his projection as an NHL defender, I think he'll meet that in terms of being a player who can play at this level. But I think in terms of actually getting a lot of value out of him, um, I think his size and stuff has actually been something of a detriment, especially because You know, usually smaller skaters get the inside step on him and he doesn't have the awareness to uh, catch those guys. Right. Or or actively read and predict and seal them off, which is unfortunate, because if he did, I think I'd have a very different prognosis with him. But as it is, Stanley is more of a trade ship. And I think somebody out there would give the Jets maybe even as high as like a third or a second round pick if the Jets were fortunate. But I think. Uh, basically anything that you can find um, in terms of a trade package for Stanley, see what the the league will offer and let him find a new team where he's likely to get more minutes. Now, of course, we are still uh, just diving into this trade uh, or this, this free agent list. There is plenty more to go through and we'll go through as many as we can on tonight's show in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I don't want to shout out our friends and partners at Bird Dogs. A lot of you are probably used to buying pants and underwear, but why waste time and money and space in your closet when you can get both in one? Bird Dogs offers great pants with uh, a great fit, comfort, and versatility, and best of all, they come with an inside liner so you can have pants that basically also have underwear embedded inside. That's a fantastic combo. I'm sure a lot of you would love to have something that's very comfortable and satisfies all the needs you have. Lots of podcast folks out there love it. 
Uh, bird dogs are, are perfect for every occasion. They've got tons of great styles, whether you want something that's perfect for the golf course or something just to sort of, la- uh, sort of lounge around the house or maybe even uh, hit the streets with. They've got plenty of great styles and, you know, you'll find many of their pants have rather amusing names. And of course, you know, the most important part is you'll always look stylish wearing a pair. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. And when you enter promo code locked on NHL, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every single order. You can't go wrong with bird dogs. I guarantee it. Go check them out right now. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are just going through free agents uh, on tonight's episode, and we'll probably have more on tomorrow's episode, but we are up to now David Riddick. Uh, Riddick, I I think, is one of those players you can probably guess uh, where I'm going with him in terms of whether to uh, sign or let him go. Riddick, I I think, did the best that he could as Winnipeg's backup this year. He just didn't really do all that well, which is, you know, it's really unfortunate. I thought maybe, you know, the Jets could um, turn his career around a bit and he'd find a way to rally back and at least be league average. But unfortunately for David, he didn't really have the turnaround that I was hoping for. I think we all saw why he's kind of been bouncing around a number of teams recently Whatever version of him that was in Calgary a few years ago where he earned the moniker Big Save Dave, we just haven't seen it since. Uh, And again, it's a shame. He's a fun player. I think in terms of his um, personality, he's a great guy to have in your locker room. But in terms of performance in that, he's left me wanting, and it's it's a shame. But then again, he was also basically on a league minimum deal. You kind of get what you pay for, right? And I think with, with Riddick, there's just not enough there to really justify asking him to come back when you might have players internally who could probably do the same job. One of those guys is actually a free agent. Uh, this is Arvid Holm. I would bring back Holm. I, I think that he's fine for the Moose. Uh, one day he might actually be decent enough to become Winnipeg's backup or something. I think the Jets will have some reasonable internal competition for that position, but Holm certainly deserves a shot. I think he'd be cheap to to have come back and most likely uh, give the Moose some goaltending depth as well. Again, with Holm, you're not asking him to be like a world beater. At this point, the Jets just need goaltending depth in their system, and I think Holm has done enough to be at least an option that you consider for potentially getting a look maybe even uh, during preseason next year uh, or beyond and seeing if at some point, if he could actually work at the NHL level and maybe even steal a few starts. But for now, obviously he's going to be a moose goalie and you don't really, uh, you don't really want to let that goaltending depth go to waste. So bring him back on a reasonably cheap deal. Everyone's happy. The next free agent that we'll talk about and probably the last one for this evening's episode is going to be Carson Kuhlman. Uh, Kuhlman came over and really, I, I sort of forget the rest of it after that. He, I mean, he was there, you know, in terms of like a bottom six, fourth line guy. He definitely had the energy. He had the four checking presence. He just didn't really do anything with it that I recall. Um, I think with guys of his caliber, you know, you ask them to eat some PK minutes here and there. You want them to occasionally chip in offensively. And Coleman just didn't really do enough. Uh, I think he definitely wasn't the worst player the Jets have ever brought in. 
you know, I, I could imagine that there were worth worse four liners, uh, fourth liners that have come in. You know, we all know that the GST line of, of uh, yesteryear, Kuhlman's very clearly better than that. But how much better? Probably not not enough to really bring back uh, Carson. I don't even know what his next contract is going to be. It can't be much because he looks basically like a guy who uh, you'd expect get, to get like a, a million or something on the free agent market. Maybe he gets more because the market's bad. I don't know. Either way, I just know that in terms of his Jets tenure, I think this past season is probably more than enough. It is time to open up another spot for a young winger to take his place. Given all the free agents, let me know so far what you would do with all of these players that I've mentioned, or if you have any a cup, uh, have any free agents that you're interested in hearing about, let me know. We will continue on with this list on tomorrow's episode, so stay tuned as we dive into who should stay and who should go. But for tonight's episode, that is all the time that we have. I thank you so much for making Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day every day, and hope you will rejoin us tomorrow for another dive into free agency. Thanks for listening, and as always, have a great night, and go Jets go!